Today's episode is brought to you by Me Undies. Me Undies. I love them so much because they belong to me. I guess everyone can buy them. Dude, but... I'm wearing Me Undies long pajama sweatpants. Oh, man. You are, yeah, you're living your best life right now. I can tell. No doubt. Also, today we're brought to you by HoneyBook. HoneyBook, if you are a business owner, you know it's a pain to manage a business. HoneyBook can help. All right, let's jump into this podcast. Hello, everybody. It's time for Ghosts and Friend Dogs. Friend Dogs in the morning. In the morning. Hello, it's time for the episode of Kaiser Credo in the morning. Hey, how's it going? I I don't know. You sound like you're falling apart. I am. I got a sore throat. Uh huh. Probably from playing too much WoW. That is all you've been doing this week. I know. I know you've done nothing else. Yeah, I got the 32 and a half. Oh, my and, God. Uh, there's still people ahead of me like Sam. He's like 36 or 7. There's, well, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, people have already beat the first major raid, mm-hmm. which is in- insane. I'm not going to say they're doing it wrong because there's no right way to do it, but they're doing it wrong. Oh, I would definitely not want to do that. That is insane. That's <laughs> yeah. insane levels of like, we got to get there, everybody. We planned out everything. Power level through. I would not do that ever. Well, imagine being one of those people trying to get world first, and now you just lost world first, and you just wasted all that time for nothing. My favorite part is, yeah, all those guilds that were like, sponsored world first attempts, and then like <laughs> a random group did it. <laughs> That's Does incredible. The, uh... That was a little first level 62. Everyone was powering, and some, like, bald no mage did it from Europe. And he's just like, I have done it. I am the bald gnome. <laughs> and everyone was just like, what the shit? So then yeah. that became a meme of people being like, you lost to the bald gnome. <laughs> I didn't see that. That's pretty yeah. funny. Yeah, I because I'm also playing a mage, I was like, oh, I will just follow this guy's strats. His strats are too advanced for me. He's like, okay, so you want to go here and do this exact thing? And I'm like, what if I don't do that, though? Yeah, it's actually uh, pretty crazy, the amount of, like, AoE farming and, like, all the things people do. I'm like, I don't. I'm just going to do my own thing. Yeah, someone was like, oh, I was checking out your stats, and, you know, I would put your points over here. I was like, yeah, but I like my points here. <laughs> like, yeah, but if you want to be efficient about your damage, I'm like, yeah, but... I like the idea that I can freeze enemies 2% longer. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. it's not efficient use of your points. Like, yeah, but that's a total of 6% frozen. <laughs> that's part of the fun is like, uh, is doing your own build and having fun. Right? I'm like, I'm having a great time. <laughs> People don't seem yeah. to understand that I was like, you know what? The Barons is, is too stressful for me. I'm going to go back to the uh, undead starting zone and just do great quests. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go do Grey Quest and grind a rep. Is that fun? And they're like, no, that's not fun. I'm like, yeah, well, I think it's fun. Yeah, just take your own path. Have a good time. And uh, that's all you do. Yesterday we did SM Library. Uh, we were, me and Gmart were like level 31, and it's like a level 35, 36 
uh, dungeon, and so we had some 33s trying to carry us. We were, like, fighting the 37 boss and, like, barely beating him. But then we did it, and I got the rod that dropped, and now I never have to go back there. That's been my thing, too. Every dungeon I've run so far, I've gotten everything I could possibly need. And I've no reason, and I've done all the quests, so I have no reason to go back. And it feels good. It's like yeah. liberating. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I never have to do this again. Man, that feels good. Uh, we did Shadowfang Keep, and the last oh, boss yeah. of that. We our highest level is 23. The last boss was 27, and we were like, we can do this. And we <laughs> were so close for the eight times we died. <laughs> and the run back is atrocious. It makes me realize mm -hmm. modern day Warcraft, the quality of life things are so nice. Man, this <laughs> this BS of just like you died. Now run the entire zone to get back to this dungeon to fight one boss again. It sucked. It was terrible, and it was four a.m. at the time, and I was like, "What am I doing? What am I well, doing with my life? This is unimportant. It, <laughs> I've done this before." Well, you think back to when it came out, and it was like the games before, like EverQuest and all those. When you would die, you'd like lose experience, you'd lose like gear and shit. So now yeah. it's like, oh, I died and all I have to do is run back? This is amazing. But since then, in the ensuing 15 years, I think it's gotten so much more user-friendly and so much like the things that happen, you're like, oh, this makes sense. In the past, doing this run back, I'm like, this makes no sense. We have to literally hack our way through the mountains to get back to this dungeon. Like, that shouldn't be yeah. the case. But it was. Well, <laughs> I think there's a, I think it'd be a good balance. I think Wrath of the Lich King is probably my favorite. Because I think it had the best balance of both worlds. Although that's everyone's like, you know, that's that's baby face. That's everyone's favorite. Yeah, but that's because it was great. There's enough to love in both games, everyone. Yeah, I honestly, I still like Retail WoW for farming mounts. Very fun. That's my enjoyment in the game. But it's one of those things where like you just do what you want. You know, if you have fun doing that, do that. If you have fun only pet battling, then have fun pet battling. If you have fun only playing Classic WoW, play Classic WoW. Now you got the options. That's pretty much what I've been doing this week, so that's why I, I just know. talked about WoW. I know like you've done minutes. nothing else this week. That's it. <laughs> All you did yeah. was play WoW. Every time I'd go online, I'd see, like, a Grindor playing WoW. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> but, like, everyone else had – I had so much stuff to do this week. I couldn't log in until late night. Oh, yeah. And so every time I logged in, it would be after 9 p.m., and I'm like, all right, well, I'll do, like, an hour or two. 4 a.m. I'm like, oh, what am I doing? I'm still – it's because I'm so dumb, and every night that I played, I got into a group to go run a dungeon, and I forgot dungeons are like, oh, the new <laughs> dungeons take 30 minutes. The old ones were like, 12 hours later. I'm like, oh, why am I here? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It's a real treat going back to the past. What, uh, aren't you going to Hawaii soon? I am. Uh, on Wednesday morning, yes, with the parents. I'm very excited. Oh, man, how long is that for? Uh, it is until the following Wednesday. Oh, one man, whole week. week. I don't I don't know exactly what I'll be doing for one whole week. I'm <laughs> sure they've planned it out, but uh, it's their Christmas gift, so I'm going on the, I'm going on an adventure. Big time adventure. Yeah, I learned years ago being a single child means you just whatever your parents want to do when they're like, we're going on a <laughs> vacation, you're just along for the ride. You are there. And it doesn't matter what the hell your your opinion is or what you want to do, because you're doing what they want to do. And so I've learned yeah. to just go along with it. Like, all right, I guess we're going doing this thing now. Yep. That's uh, even just growing up as a single child. I remember uh, 
just like going to our like vacations, going to like wherever they would go. Like I remember uh, go to, like flea markets, and I'd have to like sleep in the car and be like, I don't want to go to flea market. And they're like, Well, we're going to the flea market. And then we'd yeah. have to go, and I'd be like, Yeah. I do that all the time. Except <laughs> then I learned the lesson that sometimes the car sucks way worse than walking around a flea market because it's uh, like yeah. twelve thousand degrees, and you're like, Ah, oh, why did <laughs> I make this choice? Yeah. But you have to stick it to your parents every once in a while, so you're like, no, I'm not going. I hate you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, no, the older I get, the more I'm like, yeah, okay, if you guys want to go on a trip, sure, should be fun. Well, luckily my parents are like me. They don't like traveling. Oh, uh, my parents love to travel. They just don't have, I imagine the millions of dollars that would needed for the amount of travel they want to do. Because every time they're <laughs> like, let's go somewhere, I'm like, all right. They're like, <gasps> Here's where we should go. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> I'm curious what Hawaii has in store for them. Because my mom, she's very much just like, I want to travel Europe, and I want to see Europe, and I want to go to, like, France, and I want to go to Spain. And I you know, she wants to see that. My dad's like, I want to go to South America. Let's see some crazy stuff. I want to hike a mountain and see a pyramid, right? <laughs> and their chosen choice of destination was Hawaii. Yeah, that's kind of. And I can't think because it, it, it's like it's like they <laughs> they boardroomed this and we're like, well, we can't go to Europe, we can't go to <laughs> South America. What is someplace everyone can enjoy? Hawaii. And I don't know why. I don't know what we're gonna do there. I couldn't tell you what's gonna happen. Yeah, I get some good uh, some good stories. Yeah, I expect some good stories. If I don't see a volcano melt something, I'm gonna be very upset. Oh yeah, they gotta I have need... at least one mini volcano that melts. Yeah, I need to, like, take – I saw a video once of a guy took a can of Chef Boyardee and put it in a volcano, and the Chef Boyardee cooked the – or the volcano cooked the Chef Boyardee. It destroyed the can, but, like, I want to see something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know I, wouldn't, I wouldn't get in a helicopter and fly above a volcano. I feel like that's the easy way out. Hike oh, yeah. up to the volcano, get close, throw something in that lava, see what it looks like. That's the, that's <laughs> the adventure. If you don't risk falling in the lava – then what are you doing? Then what's yeah. happening to you? Yeah, come on. You, you coward. You helicopter riding cowards. Hella coward. <laughs> I don't know why that's a very specific. You helicopter riding cowards. <laughs> yeah, you got to uh, go like up to it. I know one thing that my parents want to do because this is what they've been talking about the entire time. Apparently there's like a hill this is a very basic way of describing it apparently right. there's a hill and if you go up to the top of the hill as like the best sunrise view in the world or something like that now is that like actually true or is it one of those like places like in a city that's like best coffee and it's I not the best coffee i don't know but i know my mom is like the travel person Everywhere we go, she's like, I planned out 18 things that we could do today should we desire <laughs> to do so. I'm like, whoa, I found the best places here, here, and here. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, yeah, she she, she probably has it all figured out. That's great. I'm fine with that. I like, I like traveling only two ways. One, when someone else has planned out everything and I don't have to think at all. Right. Or two... I still don't have to think at all, but I don't plan anything, and I just sort of like go with the flow. <laughs> that's my yeah. that's the way I do things most of the time when it comes to travel. Where I'm like, did I pack everything I need? Check. All right, turning off my brain. I'm just gonna go somewhere and see where the winds take me. That's what happened when you came here. I just told you what to do. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're like, go here, do this, this. I'm like, great, done, yeah. easy. I can do that. I can 
I can take orders. I can do that. Uh, sir, yes, but, sir. Yeah, but also, like, I like the freedom of, I think it's, again, a single child thing where I like the freedom of being able to just do things. I'm sure that when you're with me and I'm, like, in a big group, sometimes I just shut out the group, like, mentally, <laughs> and I just do my own. I'm like, I'm going to walk ahead of everyone because I'm a little tired of you all. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to just, like, you know, move on and try to yeah. get us there. Um, yeah, well, I even noticed that in uh, in WoW. There's a lot of people that are like, yo, let's group up. Let's go do things. And I'm like, I'm going to go solo in yeah. Shimmering Flats. Because <laughs> sometimes I just don't want to, you know, I like to walk around by myself and, like, check out stuff and stop where I want to stop. And not. I think that's very selfish probably. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, I want to see this thing, but you want to stop here? <sighs> well, is that, I wonder if that is, like, if it's an only child versus, like, a sibling thing. Like, I'm curious now if there's, like, studies where, like, people with siblings are more likely to do group-related things. Or if that's just, you know, maybe you're more likely as an only child to lean towards it or something. I, yeah, I wonder. I, I don't know, but I feel like there's, it's going to be somewhere in between where as an only child... Well, I imagine there's a spectrum, right? As an only yeah. child, you're either on the I'm very independent and I don't need anybody's side... Or the, like, I need someone to help me at all times because I always had someone to help me at all times. Because mm -hmm. I was the only child and everyone took care of me, right? And then everyone falls in between that. Yeah. And I think I fall more on the I don't need anyone side. But, like, if a group happens, I will gladly be a part of that group. But yeah. I don't need to be there in order to enjoy myself. It doesn't mean that I'll succeed. Like, it's, it's not about, like, oh, I don't need anyone to help me. Like, that kind of stuff. I always value people who are smarter than me or better than me to help me do things. <laughs> but at the same time, it won't lessen my enjoyment of what I'm doing or the experience of what I'm doing if I have no help. But I'm like, I can do this myself. I'm not worried. Yeah. I mean, I remember growing up and I, all I would do is just like I'd play. Uh, I do a lot of imagination. So I'd like play action figure things and like oh, man. I'd Same. create my own. Wait, wait, like, wait, 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 wait. Time out. Time out. Time out. Before yeah. you get into this, before you tell me what you create, <laughs> as a single child, I have my action figures too. And I would make up Ninja Turtle stories or G.I. Joe stories or whatever action figure stories I had. Yes. What is a made-up Krendor story like? Give us, give right. us your best of hits. <laughs> well, action figure stories, I think I, I don't remember too many action figure stories, but I remember like, you know, obviously like setting them all up. And like doing, I'd like Power Ranger ones and like whatever, and then like uh, I remember I had. But did a, you like, give them voices? Did you do like what was I? Don't, I'm trying to figure out if you, in your head, were like, "Watch out, Skeletor! You'll never defeat me!" Like Rita Repulsa, what are you doing? You know, <laughs> did you have voices? Or were you just like, "All right, I've lined up all of my toys, and they're going to do." <laughs> no, I definitely didn't do that. I would definitely give them voices. But here's okay. Here's two things I did. One was I created my own sports leagues, <laughs> which were strictly. Okay. Uh, I was the only person doing it. Like I wasn't doing it with a friend or anything. Wait, I'd, is this like, a real I'd life do, sports league? Like I had a mini basketball hoop, right? <laughs> and so in the basement, I'd just be down there and I'd like watch basketball on TV and I'd just be playing basketball with myself, being like, and uh. This guy passes to this guy and he shoots scores, but I was just doing it to myself. Like so, I'd fake pass it to me and shoot, and then I'd create my own leagues based around that with like fictional characters. 
And I would do that with football as well. I had a mini football. Uh, uh, so, so here's the thing. <laughs> this, not strange at all. I think most yep. young kids have that like, he shoots his goals, like that moment. Yeah. I thought you meant that you played in a fictional league with your action figures. Oh. No. And I was in my but- mind being like, with a three-point shot, the Red <laughs> Ranger. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> well, even uh, I did remember uh, I had like little golf ball wiffle balls, and then I had like, you remember that game where you had to putt uh, like into the crocodile? It was like crocodile putt. Sure, golf, yeah, I, I know. What you, I don't know the name, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so I took one of those clubs and little like wiffle golf balls, and in my like basement, which was like a Chicago concrete basement, it was big and made of concrete. I just like try to toss it up and hit it and be like, oh, he's got a ground rule double. But I'd, like, keep track of all my fictional characters' stats and stuff. Oh, my God. So I was, like, stat oh, tracking. Oh, never mind. That's yeah, crazy. Like, never I got mind. Really That's crazy. It. And I'd be like, all right, today these teams are playing each other, and then I would play as those teams. What the hell? I've never heard <laughs> that's of this. That's what I'm saying. I've never heard of this. <laughs> this is, I mean, that's very detailed. It's a wonderful imagination. But, like, also, <laughs> I've never heard of anything like this. Yeah, uh, and then when I'd play video games, like sports video games, right, uh, I would commentate them, which probably helped me leading into my YouTube career. Of, c- so yeah, of course I would it pretend did. to be an announcer, so I'd do franchise mode in like Madden 2002, and I'd be like, today it'll be the Green Bay Packers against the blah blah, and I'd be like, he's making, ba-. like I would do the actual announcer voice did in my head. Did you mute Madden? Were you like, no Madden? Only, no, I just only Eric. It. So I'd be like, he takes a step back, throws, he's got it down the side, I touched it. Like, I'd be, I'd would like lightly commentate. I wouldn't do it out loud, but I'd be like kind of lightly talking so that my parents couldn't hear me. <laughs> and be like, is he talking <laughs> yeah, to himself again? I think our child again? has problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I would do those things. Uh, so I think, I feel like an only child would probably lean more towards doing that because if you had brothers or sisters, you'd probably be talking to them and be like, let me play the game, let me play the game, or like run around. So I was just like, I do my own thing. Yeah, I was talking, oh God, who was I talking to? Someone the other day who was saying that their uh, brother used to always save over their save files in RPGs. (laughs) And it was like 400 hours in and he would save over it. And I was like, thank God I never had... I had oh, yeah. no <laughs> problem with that. The only mistakes I made about save files were my own. Thank you very much. Yeah. I definitely I definitely was able to play all my video games, even though I was bad at them. Like Banjo-Kazooie. Sure. I, oh, my God. I remember getting that VHS tape in the mail, and it was like Nintendo Power VHS, and it was like the new game, Banjo-Kazooie. And I was in, like, second or third grade. And I was, like, so excited. I was like, I need this game. You can go to Mumbo Mountain. You can go to Pirate Land. You can go to Snowland. And I was like, I think I, like, went and told my friend. And I was like, dude, there's this crazy new game. And he was like, whoa. And I was, then I got the game. And then uh, I became extremely invested. I love I love that you were just like, dude, I can go to Mumbo Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> I now imagine, for some reason... Second grade Crendor looks just like like current Crendor, except with a well, higher pitched voice. He's like, dude, I can go grade- to Mumbo Mountain. Second grade Crendor looks like seven years ago Crendor, but smaller. I like believe where that. I, had I no believe hair. that. They're definitely you. Definitely had one of those like 
flip switch moments where you looked the same <laughs> until suddenly you didn't. Yeah, it was a big switch flip. Uh, but I remember, uh, I think I was just extremely affected by, uh, like, ambience and surroundings, which is why I really like WoW 2. Like, I'll be like, oh, thank God it's raining in Arathi. It makes the, the questing go by better, because, like, I just enjoy being in different environments. Well, what did you do as an only child? Did you do anything like that, or no? So, yeah, I played a lot with toys as a kid by myself, and thankfully video games came out, so I didn't need the toys to play with myself. Um... <laughs> And then uh, on vacation and just in general, car rides. Thankfully, Game Boy was out at the time. So I Game Boy and, and uh, Legend yeah. of Zelda Link's Awakening was great. And, uh, oh, my God, Wario was so much fun. Uh, yeah. But uh, on vacation, it was always, where do my parents want to go? Except for we went to Disney one time, and that was fun. I almost killed my cousin. That happened. Uh <laughs> <laughs> tangent, side tangent. All right. Um, Disney World. Apparently, there was a time I might have been eleven or twelve. I don't think I was old at all, y'all. Um, Disney World in Florida at a certain point in time had bumper boats. Looking back, seems very dangerous. <laughs> and myself and my cousin were in these bumper boats, and at a certain point, we decided to go like head on at each other because we thought it'd be funny. Mm hmm. And my bumper boat flew up over hers, and I think everyone on the shore thought I decapitated my cousin. <laughs> she was fine, but I think everyone thought I killed my cousin because it looked apparently looked horrifying. Shit, uh, but no, apparently it was fine. But yeah, that's that's the only Disney. That's the last time I was at Disney World. Maybe I'm not allowed back. My parents <laughs> just never told me. Maybe they were like, "Your murderous son needs to leave." <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, most of the time we went places my parents wanted to go, and I'd be like, uh, you know, they, we went to, like, an island off the coast of Florida that is not cool for kids, but adults think it's pretty cool. Um, oh, yeah. Like, that kind Those of stuff. Types of things, yeah. Yeah, but um, I would always find stuff to do. Like, if we stayed at a hotel, I would find, like, a local arcade. Or if we... Uh, hung out at a certain place, I would find like where the kids were, right? I'd yeah. always find a place to go because I think I'm pretty sociable. But um, yeah, I would I would always try to make my own way and do my own thing. So, you know, I, I know my parents. I know how they roll. So while we're in Hawaii, I think about 7 p.m. is when they'll be like, we're so tired. And I'll be like, all right, bye. I'll find something else to do. Um, yeah, I remember when we go on vacation, we'd always go to Wisconsin Bells. And it was literally just water parks and, like, old people things uh, and then, like, some kid stuff. But we do, like, a variety. So, like, uh, I hate water. So I, the, my dad would go in the water park swimming and I'd just sit there being like, okay. But then I'd go in the arcade and that was fun. And then uh, I remember we'd get, like, breakfast. I'd get, like, a Mickey Mouse pancake. Very excited. Always, yeah. The, yeah, the always ears and everything is that. fantastic. Yeah, and I remember seeing, uh, I remember there was, like, the pool, and they were like, this pool's for the 18-plus uh, adults only, and I was like, man, I can't wait till I'm an adult, and now as an adult, I'm like, thank God there's, like, an anti-kid pool, but Although I wouldn't even go in it because I don't like swimming. As an adult, I'm like, man, I wish I was a kid. As yeah. a kid, your <laughs> biggest worries were like, I wonder if Tiny Toon Adventures is going to be on TV today. 
As an adult, I'm like, I have so much to do. I, always, I understand. Uh... I the other day, the other day, I was like so stressed. I had all this paperwork to fill out, and I and I was like, I kind of get now why the elderly are like, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I was like, I start to. I think I'm starting to understand because after a while, like, I just don't care. Like, I just don't want to deal with this shit anymore. Oh my god. Um, I uh, I know my parents. One of the things was they'd always go to the casino. And I'd have to, like, not go. They had, like, an arcade. And I'd be like, man, I can't wait till I'm old enough to go in the casino. And then when I went in, I was like, dude, this is just, I'm wasting my money. I don't want to do this. I'd be working. Trying to think of other vacations we went on. We went to a lot. Of, I was very fortunate that we traveled a lot. But it wasn't, like, to crazy places. But it was like, a, you know, we're going to drive to this place or drive to see this family member or do the, which yeah. was fun. But also a lot of... What music are my parents going to listen to in the car? And <laughs> what am I going to, you know, play on my Game Boy? That was it. That's most of my travels. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Maybe that's why I can sleep so well when I travel places. Because <laughs> I force myself to sleep through the traveling with my parents. Maybe That's it really is. weird to say. But maybe that's it. Maybe I was like, oh, I'm so bored. And I just, like, fall asleep. So now when I get on a plane, I am immediately fall asleep. Oh, my God. I remember now there was a... Uh... We went to one hotel, and it was in Wisconsin. It was the Great Wolf Lodge, and I remember I was in the room, and my parents wanted to go somewhere. It might have even been the casino, and I was like, I'll stay here and play the Nintendo 64 they had in the room, and they had Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, and I, I played it. I forgot hotels used to have consoles. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I played it, and I could never get past the first level, and I was like, this game sucks, and so everyone was like, oh, I love that game, and so, like, Two years ago, I was like, all right, guys, I'm going to play Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. I got past the first level, and then I got, like, a third of the way through the game, and I just, I got stuck, and the controls were bad because I was on the Wii U, and I was like, you know, I think I'm I'm good just getting past what I could never get past, and Every, then I stopped. I'm not going <laughs> to, look, I know this is a unpopular opinion. <laughs> Everyone's like, Ocarina of Time is one of the greatest games ever made. I'm like, eh, I don't know. I wasn't too into it. I, I, know people, <laughs> I know people are going to be like, heathen! But for some reason, <laughs> other Zelda games did it better for me. Majora's Mask, I loved! Yeah, I, I was not a fan. Maybe it paved the way for like future games. Like, as a, you know, one of those types of games. But yeah, I was like, the controls are... After playing Banjo-Kazooie, let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, controls. obviously... <laughs> <laughs> Banjo changes everything. That changes everything, dude. <laughs> no doubter. I love that of all the games that have influenced <laughs> anyone's life. Yours specifically is Banjo Kazooie. That's so funny to me. Yeah, very much. It's it's probably one of my top one. I've beaten it like twice now on stream. I'm trying. I've like gotten my time down. I went from like nine hours to like eight and a half. Oh man, you're about to speed run. You're about to be a. Sp you should become a Banjo Kazooie speedrunner. I would, but all the speedrunners do like all their shortcuts and stuff, and I'm not. No, 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 no shortcuts. You do, yeah, you do no, a full, no shortcuts. 100% Banzo Kazooie speedrun. Yes, I'll probably do it again soon. Become an annual thing I do. All my vods are. If you want to see me play any of the game, actually, I didn't put up the Ocarina one because I was like, I'm not putting that on YouTube. But all the other ones, just search Crendor Nostalgia, and that's all my things. I just play old games. 
Whatever. I played Star Fox 64. I played Age of Empires, Rise of Nations, Mario Party 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, Age of Empires 2. I played... Uh, yeah, what else did I play? Uh, Diddy Kong Racing. Oh, my God. That one was... That was a ride. Uh, Pokemon Snap. Looney Tunes B-Ball. That sounds uh, terrible. It kind of is. Uh, Mario Did you play Golf. Mega Man Soccer? Have you played Mega Man Soccer? I haven't played it yet. I got to put that on the Mega list. Play Mega Man Soccer. Yeah, I got to put that on the list. That's a definite Yoshi story. I forgot. Well, you know, <laughs> sounds to me like you've got a lot of games to keep track of and a mm-hmm. lot of things to organize and sort. And um, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, Crendor, but HoneyBook can help you with all of that. Oh. If you run your own business, or for some reason you are just like Crendor and have an insane collection of old games that you're like, I need to organize this! <laughs> HoneyBook can help you. When you started your business, did you ever think about the administration tasks or things like contracts or tracking down payments or uh, drafting proposals? All that stuff is not what you imagine when you think of starting a business. It's a <laughs> lot of back-end work. It's a lot of all right, well, what do I got to do here? I got to schedule this and fix it. HoneyBook is an online business management tool that organizes all of that. Client communications, bookings, contracts, invoices, all in one place. HoneyBook makes it simple to run your business better. Professional templates, e-signatures, built-in automation keeps everything on track and makes you look so good. They can even consolidate services you already use, like QuickBooks, Google Suite, Excel, Gmail, whatever. It's the number one choice for client and business management, for freelancers and business owners. And, apparently, Crendor's video game collection. Yes. Save time and do more of what you love with HoneyBook. And right now, HoneyBook is offering our listeners 50% off when you visit tryhoneybook.com cox. Payment's flexible, and this promotion applies whether you pay monthly or annually. Go to tryhoneybook.com cox for 50% off your first year. That's tryhoneybook.com slash Cox. Also, the name brought to you by MeUndies. MeUndies is here to change your underwear. Not literally. That would be weird. But kind of. But they're here to change the way you think about underwear. <laughs> they believe that undies should be soft and fit every single body type, every butt that can fit inside undies, and also be able to express yourself. So when the pants come off, people can be like, I didn't know you liked strawberries. You're like, they're my favorite. MeUndies also believes that every woman should have the right to wear whatever she wants and whatever cut she wants and whatever color and size she wants. So, ladies, rejoice because there's the Feel Free Collection. It's finally here. MeUndies tested five new silhouettes for every body type. Ultra soft, feather light waistband provides zero restriction. We're talking extra small to 4XL. I think it goes without saying that Crendor and I are big uh, supporters of MeUndies. Uh, we wear them. At our live show, we were like, oh, you mean these? <laughs> um, I mean, I wear them every day, and I'm wearing yeah, them right now. I have now. them on right now. New prints drop every Tuesday, so you always can find something that's, like, right for you. They have a flexible membership if you want to just get underwear delivered once a month. But uh, they don't just have undies. They have onesies and lounge gear, like Crendor mentioned earlier, sweatpants. We love this product. It's actually really awesome. And... For you, right now, if you're a first-time purchaser, you get 15% off in free shipping. 
It's a no-brainer. It's free shipping, 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't like it, you can send it back. And since you didn't pay anything for shipping, you're A-OK. 15% off your first pair, free shipping, 100% satisfaction guarantee. MeUndies.com slash Crendor. That's MeUndies.com slash Crendor. That's me again. All right, Crendor, let's go to the Oh, man. I wasn't prepared for this. I was really into MeUndies.com slash Crendor. Man, there's traffic out there today, let me tell you that. So, uh, you know, the stay safe. Back to you. Do you have any idea how hard it is to do that chest thing? It hurts so much. I don't really ever try it myself. All right, Grandor, what's going on weather? Uh, weather, welcome to the weather desk. Uh, right now, you may have heard there's a hurricane. Yes. Uh, and that hurricane has made its second landfall, apparently. Uh, and its life-threatening wind gusts over 220 miles per hour are possible. It's a, uh, oh wow, it's a category five now. Oh, it's picking up? I heard it was a four before. Yeah, now it says category five, so that's, Ooh. uh, that's not good. Uh, well, it feels wow, like... Wow, there's a, there's a, on ABC News, the, at ABC, International Space Station passes over the hurricane, and you can see it, and it looks, it's terrifying looking. Oh, wow. Wow, that's so cool. Uh, my favorite part of the hurricanes are uh, when the Weather Channel people try to stand in them. And they're just like, it is windy out here, Johnson. And they're just like getting blown away. We're putting, pe we're putting young people, young up-and-coming weather reporters who just want to break in <laughs> front of a hurricane. But there's also Jim Passatori or whatever his name is. He's always out there. He's like 50 now. And he's just, like, bracing the storm. And I remember when I ate breakfast, like, seven years ago when we first started this podcast, I was sitting there eating, and this lady was like, my daughter saw Jim Tassatori at her college from the Weather Channel. And I always remember him just for that. And there she was like, they told everybody to stay in your rooms and cover your neck so you don't get killed. And I was like, what? And so... I don't know why, that just, that's always in my mind whenever I think of Weather Channel and Jim Passatori or whatever. I'm blown away. Apparently, this hurricane that's a pun. is very, very slow moving. And so, it's been just sort of floating over the Bahamas right now. And it's not supposed to make landfall in America till Tuesday? Because it's so, it's so slow. At the same time, it can still be, uh, you know, devastating. And especially if you're on an island. Like, I never... Oh, yeah, that's... If, at least if you're on mainland United States, you can just run somewhere. If you're on an yeah. island, where do you go? <laughs> like, what do you do? You have to leave that's the true. island, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I don't but know. How? If you can't afford to, you're stuck. You can't just, like, drive up the coast and get out of the way. Cat just knocked over deodorant. Well, um, you know, <laughs> Cat knows what's up. <laughs> he does. That's why well, I'm never going to live on an island. Yeah, no, I, I, <laughs> as beautiful as it seems, it also seems terrifying. Plus, you're surrounded by sharks. They're just waiting yeah. for you to get a step off that sand and into their lunch pail. So, <laughs> Dude, this cat, he's on a rampage now. He's a legit cat five. 
No. <laughs> He's I looking refuse. for dry nope. food. I refuse. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I just typed in a random zip, zip code, and it gave me Dayton, Ohio. Hey! Uh, wow, you typed we... in 45419, yes? I typed in 45482. Oh. So maybe it's, it's like a different part of it. 45419. What was 45419? Uh, oh, that's Oakwood Kettering. Yeah, that's close enough. Right, Montgomery yeah, four, County, four, eight, Ohio. Two. All right. Uh, yes. Hit me. I'll hit you with the date in Ohio. 85 degrees. Feels like 89. Uh, they got scattered thunderstorms. Tonight, 67 degrees with those scattered storms. Monday, you're going to get hit with the 82 degrees, 20% chance of rain. Monday night, 63. Tuesday, 87. Tuesday night, 70. So it's kind of hot there still. Uh, so watch out. Uh, if you're from Florida, go to Dayton, Ohio. It's not too bad. Uh, I'm at sports. Or wait, no, that's weather. Where am I? Well, yeah, what is happening to you? You are, you're done. You're, you're done. I don't know who I am. I can't. It's blowing my mind. It's like a different life. When I look back at all the things I see in the, my previous hometown, it's like a different life. It's like I don't recognize it, but it's but I know it. Like, oh yeah, I remember Mary. It's all gathered all the time. Or oh, Ashley's pastry shop. Oh my God, Carmel's <laughs> that place sucked, but I go there. Like I know, <laughs> I know these places, but it's like it was a long time ago. That's one of those things. Now we look back and like we think like, what about twenty years from now? We'll look back and be like, dude. Remember, uh... Remember we acted the, like idiots on the internet for money? Crazy stuff, man. Crazy shit. Thank God I got into the, uh, sweatpants production luxury business. Thank God I froze my head, and I'm now a robot. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want that. I think that's what's gonna happen at some point. Thank God I, uh, transcended my body and became an astronaut robot. You know, something fun. <laughs> Uh, and that's the weather. All right. Sports. Sports. Welcome to the sports desk. Today at sports, we've got a lot of sports. Uh, so baseball finally closing down. We can start talking about it pretty soon. Uh, the NFL is about to start. Preseason is over. The final cuts have been made. And the first game is Thursday. Uh-oh. And it is Packers versus Bears. I'm ready. I'm pumped. And I hope they win. Uh, Who? So. Wait, hold on, hold on. Who? Packers. I'm not a Bears fan. Oh, right, 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 right. I just, you know, got confused because you're in Chicago. So, you know, who knows? Well, that's the thing. Everyone's like, you're a Packers fan in Chicago? That's been my whole life. But my dad was a Packers fan, so I became a Packers my fan. My dad was a Packers <laughs> fan and his dad before and him. <laughs> And ironically, I think it's because they also would like go to Wisconsin so much. Or that might be one of the reasons they went to Wisconsin so much. I remember at like 10 years old or 11, we went to Lambeau Field. We took the tour, and they were like, here's the gridiron, the legendary Lambeau Field. It's really just like a stadium in a suburban community. Right, <laughs> it's right. It's like, all right, well, it is kind of cool, though. It's like, see it all. It's very uh, much uh, like the one time I went to the Bills Stadium in New York. It's kind of in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. You drive out there and you're like, oh, this is weird. <laughs> I guess yeah. I understand it because having driven around the L.A. stadiums now, what a pain in the ass those are. Every time there's a game, it's like, oh, did you want to wait in two hours of traffic for no damn reason? <laughs> okay. Yeah, that is annoying. Uh, 
so yeah, pumped for that. Ready for football to start again. We just did our fantasy football draft last night. And uh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, and that's sports. Okay. Grendor, what's our big news story of the day? You want a big news story of the day? I got I a do. big news story of the day. Okay. This one was linked to us. Florida man dies in meth lab explosion after lighting farts on fire. <laughs> yes. I, yes. You know, here's the thing. If anyone was going to light his farts on fire, it would be the meth dude. Like I, or maybe I'm wrong, and they're and it's very much like uh, Breaking Bad, and they're trying to be professional, but there's the one guy who's like, I'm gonna light my farts on fire, bitch, and then it happens, right? And that's probably yes. the guy you don't want to hire for your meth lab. But I guess no. maybe he could have been a friend, and they were like, All right, look, he's your brother. We'll let him work here, but he's kind of a goofball. No. I don't know. I don't know. The, this... I don't know the meth lab rules. You would think this is. Everybody in this story would be sad or whatever, but this is where it gets weird. A 37-year-old man's dead after his trailer home was destroyed in a meth lab explosion. <laughs> you can't go, this is where it gets weird. A man died. <laughs> all right, so, continue. All right. It caused him lighting up blue angels to amuse his wife. The man's wife was found lying naked on the couple's front yard, reportedly still laughing. A blue angel's when you put a lighter up your butt and fart on it, making it catch on fire. It's funny as shit, explains the man's wife, who claims to be an expert on the subject. Oh, Normally no. We we have, go on, do we have a photo of this woman? Uh, no, but we have a photo of the guy, and he looks like he's been doing meth for a very long time. I need to see what my husband blew himself up hilarious looks like. <laughs> well, she then said, Normally, we go to Del Taco because of their 59-cent tacos, but we made some extra <laughs> cash this week, so we went to Chipotle. The farts you get from there could fill a gas chamber. I know he's looking up from hell, laughing his ass off, saying oh it was God. worth it. She says smiling through blackened teeth, apparently not caused by the fire. The oh woman God. plans on suing Chipotle, which failed to address their peppers, causing a higher rate of methane in human farts. She offered a statement. I'm not mad about my husband dying. I just got my eyebrows did, and now they're gone. And that's that. <laughs> Chipotle you know, has not, not responded yet. Of course not. <laughs> I, You know, sometimes we read stories on here where at the end I'm like, that explained nothing. <laughs> all we got was a summary, but this this explains all we need to know. This was yeah. the perfect story. It explained <laughs> everything. I understand why she's not upset. I understand. <laughs> I, I get, you Every story, if you're trying to tell me a story, and it, you know I'm going to be like, wait, what? Why? Just throw in the fact that meth was involved, and I'll be like, oh, of course. Yeah. That, that explains, <laughs> like that one story from last week, which was just like, yeah, he put coke in his shoe. If you would have said he was on meth at the time, I would have been like, well, of course. <laughs> of course he put coke in his shoe. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, that's, uh, man, that's quality. All right, Crandover, that's it for us. Thank you so much to all of you for watching or listening or however you're enjoying this. But before we go, Crandover, hit him with the socials. We've got YouTube.com slash Cox and Crendor podcast if you want all the podcasts. we got SoundCloud.com slash Cox and Crendor. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. We have animations you can watch. YouTube.com slash Cox and Crendor. We have 
uh, things from us that you can watch. Uh, YouTube.com slash Jesse Cox, YouTube.com slash Crendor, Twitch.tv slash Jesse Cox, Twitch.tv slash Crendor, uh, Twitter.com slash Jesse Cox, Twitter.com slash Crendor, uh, and we're probably on some other stuff too. Okay, well, that's it. Thank you again. And as always... Oh, wait, I moved the bell. Uh, I was cleaning my desk. Here's, uh, here's my tea mug. <laughs> we continue. <laughs>